0: Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia in our daily COVID-19 business briefing. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those listening on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us there as well. We really appreciate you guys. Normally, every Thursday on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders And share their success stories with you and thousands of others each week on iTunes, Spotify, and through our vast distribution network with WestVirginiaNews.com, WVNews.com. Since March 19th, we've been bringing you daily special edition broadcasts. We're focused specifically and intentionally around this basic question What can West Virginia businesses do right now to navigate this current COVID 19 pandemic we're all facing? When we first started this podcast in 2017, our goal was simple. It was to inspire and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and business owners who've built their companies right here in West Virginia. We want to encourage people to start businesses here and keep their businesses here and keep West Virginia strong. Of course, you can learn more about our mission for all of this at PositivelyWV.com. So like I said, every weekday, we're going live with these business briefings to help business owners and leaders with practical ideas to use right now. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. Today, I'm honored to have on the show Amy Haberbusch Wilson. Amy is the executive director of the Harrison County Economic Development Corporation, which is the lead economic development agency for the north central area, right there in the in Harrison County. She is responsible for fostering a diverse economy and an available workforce that includes business retention, expansion, and business relocation. Amy works with other local, state, and federal organizations to promote the many advantages of the Harrison County region uh, to companies that are looking to expand or to uh, relocate their business to Harrison County. A West Virginia University graduate, she has more than 30 years of experience in regional planning and economic development, not only in West Virginia, but in Ohio and Arizona as well. Amy, thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. First off, Amy, I gotta ask, how are you doing? How are you and your family doing right now, personally?
1: Um, we well, are doing well. Thank you. My yeah. husband is deployed right now, so it's he's put off a little bit longer for when he gets to come home. But oh um, we're following the guidelines and doing everything here at home. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you for your service as a uh, as a military family. Thank you so much for that. What what branch is he in? in the Army. Awesome. Uh, that's that's fantastic. And like I said, thank you uh, as a military family. Thank you for your service. So, Amy, as we as we start this conversation, uh, I, I've been an admirer of yours in, in the Harrison County Economic Development Corporation for a number of months just watching what you guys are doing there in Harrison County. And uh, I just wanted to kind of get your 30,000-foot view of how you th- see things in harrison county and that region uh going right now we're, we're you know what three weeks into this uh crisis situation how are things going
1: um i think it's a little difficult to say um, we are trying our best to reach out to our communities our businesses uh, the companies that are here provide the resources and information that's coming into us. And like you and I discussed, it's a very fluid situation right now. The information yes. is coming in constantly. Yes. So we're getting those resources and information out to them. But we are yet to hear um, too much of the feedback as, as how they're being affected. Mm-hmm. We do hear things uh, and speculate on where they're going to be in a month, two months, even a year, how this is going to affect them. But mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis, it's, it, we're just patching it right now. Yeah. We're just getting through daily.
0: Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Harrison County Economic Development Corporation. What, what are I mean, I kind of gave an overview there, but kind of give us a deep dive into what, what it is that you actually do in helping to uh, draw businesses to the Harrison County area. Uh, and, you know, not only bring in new business, but keep businesses here. What are some of those things that you're you're currently doing?
1: Um, some of the things we do is we try to deploy in proactive and innovative approaches to kind of identi- identify what we have here, what the industries are, what we need for this area, uh, industry and business enterprises, looking to create jobs. We really just want to advance the overall well-being of Harrison County. And we work with the, the uh, workforce itself. We want to make sure it's an available and educated workforce so we can serve those companies that are looking to either relocate here or expand the ones that are here. Absolutely. We um, – I'm sorry, go
0: ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you know, one of those industries that I'm uh, somewhat aware of and have, have got a pretty decent understanding about is the aerospace and Aerotech Park uh, that you, you guys have there at uh, NCWV Airport area and that property. Can you talk a little bit about um, some of the things that you're working on with regard to aerospace?
1: Um, Tracy Miller is the executive director of the MAC, Mid-Atlantic Airport uh, Complex, and yeah. she works directly with each of those companies that are there. Um, I do overall economic development for the county, so mm-hmm. we work together, great team, in making sure that they are served, that making sure that they understand what resources, resources are there. Mm-hmm. As of Monday or Tuesday of this week, um, she's talking to them daily. And we don't see any major issues right now. They do know what's available. They do know the the loans and the grants. Our development of the airport is still moving forward. We're trying not to to step back or hold off on anything. Yeah. Um, we do know that this is affecting the the employees of each of these companies. There's it may continue to affect the, I think the shift work that happens, but we're not seeing any major issues just yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that you you kind of hit on something there that I really want to talk about because... Uh, we've had uh, several guests on the on the program here uh, since we've been going with, that, uh, with these daily live business briefings, and, and I, I hear the the word collaboration quite a bit right now. And uh, I, I think that's one of the uh, essential things that you bring to the table, especially with the uh, the mission of Harrison County Economic Development Corporation. Is you're a you're a collaborator. You like ideas and want to get things done. So talk a little bit more about um, how you guys are, are kind of uh, working in collaboration with other organizations, uh, not only uh, locally, but on the state and federal level as well.
1: Sure. Um, we work closely, again, like I said, with with Tracy at the MAC. We also yeah. work closely with Kathy uh, Wagner at the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. We work closely with each of the communities they have within Harrison County and the County Commission. So that's more of a local county level. We also work directly with Department of Commerce. And that's where right now we're getting the majority of our information. And those resources are coming down through, through the SBA, through the governor's office, through the Department of Commerce. um, Daily resources that we're trying to shoot out. We Mm -hmm. share those with, with Tracy. Tracy shares with us. Um, Kathy with the chamber, getting information to them and then reaching out to each of these communities, the mayors, the city managers that are here and making sure that they are talking to their businesses and they're aware of the resources that we have.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's such an important thing. And, you know, I was just talking with uh, one of our guests that we had on a couple of days ago uh, was Danny Fink. He's a CPA, a certified public accountant. He's helping a lot of businesses and especially in the northern part of the state uh, with you know, applying for the payroll protection uh, grant, uh, you know, their loans, but they're I'm calling it a grant because it's going to be forgivable but it's the Payroll Protection Loan Program and that's such a fluid thing in itself just that one little piece that uh, I think right. is going to be really important for business owners and and then you know I think yesterday I got three different forms that were you know somebody emailed to me and I'm like I don't think these are legit <laughs> you know and, uh, <laughs> and so I, I, identifying uh, legitimate real news sources or real information sources I think is essential in a time like this and so I appreciate what you're doing doing Amy and helping to disseminate like factual information coming down the pipe because it there it's moving so fast it is a fluid situation and people out there are hurting uh, some are trying to be proactive uh, so you know they may not be hurting yet but they're thinking that you know coming like you said kind of two three months down or maybe a year from now what's that gonna look like and so everybody's kind of I think getting in line for that but I think having a reliable uh, proven source of information like Harrison County Economic Development Corporation. And when people get that information, you, and you have an obligation, right, to make sure that it's accurate too, you're doing a great job with that and getting that information out there.
1: Correct. We want to make sure it's, it's like you said, correct information and it needs to be consistent. Yep. They're getting emails left and right. Um, you know, a lot of the different resources that are coming in, you want to make sure that they do link back to the same a lot of ours we pull directly from, um, and I can't say it enough, the West Virginia Department of Commerce mm. and the West Virginia Small Business Development Center. They both have wonderful websites. Uh, you can follow them Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, great information. Yeah. And the forms are easy to follow. And if you do have any questions, that's where we can come in. That's where the communities can come in and help kind of go through that process of filling out and finding out what works for them. What do they qualify for? Yeah, Because it can be overwhelming.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've gotten to know you uh, just over the last couple of months, Amy, and I, I really enjoy your energy and your positive outlook. What's, um, it's got to be a, a little bit of a trying time in, in your office there. And um, what kind of technology are you guys using to connect with these different people? Obviously, email and, and things of that nature. Are you using any video conferencing technology right now?
1: We are. We're using, um, we've used Skype so far, FaceTime, Zoom. I'm not familiar with the WebEx teams, but uh-huh. I do know we have one coming up next week. <laughs> um, it, it does seem hit or miss, the, the, the standard conference calls. And I think we found out quickly, as well as a lot of people, in the first couple of days, it, it was overloading. So you're, you had bad communication, bad connection at times. Mm-hmm. We were told sometimes call a little bit after the hour, Um a little bit before the hour, and you had better connection. Hmm. So right now, Zoom, FaceTime, Skype are working excellent. Yeah.
0: It's kind of interesting, and I've been talking with quite a few people about this exact topic, is that, you know, in a a situation like we're in, I I can only – imagine the types of innovation that are going to come out of this. You know, we're seeing it already, you know, people adapting to some existing platforms and that's innovative in itself. The fact that we're, you know, a, you know, going live on Facebook, we've been doing this now since 2017, but being able to have a, a, a live streamed, you know, uh, audio broadcast is pretty, you know, pretty cool, you know, and, and the fact that we're doing these um, video conferencing. Yesterday I hosted, uh, I'm the the president uh, of the Morgantown area Rotary Club, uh, at the Rotary Club of Morgantown, and uh, you know we uh, we started our f- uh, first Zoom call, and, and we're by the way celebrating our 100th year this year, and That's great. Uh, it, it, we we had our first Zoom Rotary <laughs> meeting yesterday or uh, last week, and then yesterday we had 28. Rotarians on the Zoom call. Wow. <laughs> and, you could, and you could, you know, our our, our club's a little bit, uh, it skews a little bit older. Uh, and, you know, it's just kind of neat being able to connect with people. And I think that's such an important thing. And, you know, I, I talked to West Virginians you know every day and every week on the show and you know one of the things that people talk about is the relationships are so easy to have in west virginia you know, if you're in a big city or are in a big metropolitan area it's kind of difficult but in west virginia everybody kind of knows each other and we we build uh you know relationships uh through in-person meetings so this is gonna i think have a, a profound effect on the way we move forward in business as well and i'd like to get your thoughts on that
1: oh i agree i agree like you said, they're getting creative. You're looking at church gatherings, meetings, concerts, um, even something as simple as a birthday party. You know, some of the ideas that we had, we've got several birthdays this month, and it's we're not to leave, but fixing the meal at home and boxing it up and then dropping it off for each of the family members who then call in at a certain time, and we all, we're all we all on this group chat uh, oh eating the gosh. same meal. And, That's so and it's awesome. The, you do what you can, and yeah. it's um, it's the same thing with meetings. I think
0: mm-hmm
1: we have the um this next generation that are coming up that are used to this so it's pulling in the the other generation and we you do have conference calls um we're already doing the FaceTime. we've been doing the skype for a while but i don't think the whole group uses it consistently you know it's just on an as-needed basis this may be something more of just a, a standard going forward now
0: yeah yeah i mean honestly i've been reluctant to use it Uh, myself, you know, I have we have clients and eight different states and, and occasionally I'll get on a Zoom call with them but my team members use it they're all you know younger people and they're uh, you know millennials or what what have you but uh, mm-hmm. and they, they they they, love the technology and I'm like ah, I'd rather just see somebody in person but I'm I'm kind of getting in that groove right now and I'm having multiple um, video conferencing calls and I I really am embracing it so I think that's pretty interesting what's um, what's one area do you think um, that small businesses especially in our area are going to be most vulnerable in, in terms of this COVID-19 crisis, Amy? Um,
1: that may be hard to say right now. Yep. I, it's We're hearing all different things. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to right now call them and find out. You've got the, you, anything from the bakeries up to the 50 employees to the 100 plus employees. Mm-hmm. And they're all seeing different issues. Yeah. few of them are having the, the same issues, but... Um, they're all trying to market. They're all trying to be creative. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to get out there things that you can do to help support some of your local, your small business. Yeah.
0: What are some of those types of things? Because I think that's, a, that's an important uh, piece of information that, that people need to hear. Like, you know, um, I've heard of like buying gift cards for local restaurants could be a good thing to help them with their cash flow. And then it's not that you're giving them a loan or anything. They're, they're just, you're just paying in advance for their services or their products. What are some other things that, uh, that you're seeing out there that could be helpful? Uh, right. Yeah. The, the, um,
1: I think the restaurants were hit very, very hard because, you know, a lot of service employees um, you're working on tips, which was difficult. And it's one of the things you can do is even by delivery, making sure that you tip high Higher than you normally would because it does help them out. Um, buying the gift card, like you said, some of the – and it's not just a restaurant. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked to some of the hairdressers even mm. and where you would offer – you could buy right now a $100 gift card or at a $75 price. Mm. So it's giving them a little bit of a cash flow now yes. knowing that you, you cannot use that for a couple months, but you would still have it. It's helping them out um, shop online but have it local. They are doing the delivery themselves in a lot of these cases. Um, Keep paying for the people that you're working for. If you have continued services, if you're having cleaning services or lawn services, you can continue to have those. Some of those are considered essential. Skip the refund. We've talked about that before as well. If if you're missing a little bit, if it's been canceled, sometimes just write it off. Mm -hmm. Schedule things. If you're having work done to your home, any kind of service like that, get it scheduled. Just put it off to a later date, knowing that it's coming.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's and really saying
1: important. thank you to them. I know they mm-hmm. put aside mm-hmm. a certain amount of money for marketing, and if they can use that money for something else, and you help them market, such as on social media, and it, it's positive. And when we're sharing things, we're all using social media right now. The majority of us, because that's all we have. You know, we're limited, like you mm-hmm. said, in the, in the face face to face contact. So a lot of us who didn't before are now going on social media. We're going on the websites, put a thank you out there for them. Share, yeah, hit a like.
0: That's that's anything to help their business. That's really good. And then from the innovative um, innovation side, I should say. Of uh, you know if if you're a small business owner out there you know that bakery you mentioned or restaurant there's some really cool things you can be doing too and and I would encourage people to uh, if you're in that position where you're you're kind of wondering like how am I going to get through this I, I'm I'm encouraging people right now to think out of the box you know look around you there's some really cool things I, I, I go back to these two little sayings that I keep telling everybody and that is assess what you have and help people. If you just assess the things that you have, the resources you have, your time, your talent, your energy, your your skills, maybe the products that you have or the services, and then figure out how how you can best help people, it's going to come pretty uh, pretty evident to you, uh, I think. And uh, one of those examples, I had a um, I had a young guy uh, entrepreneur here in Morgantown owns a couple of restaurants and actually owns a bar as well. And his his company is called Get Fit Juices and Shakes. His name's Ray Glimp. He was on last week. On On the show, and it was really fascinating. Uh, He was in a mastermind call, um, and the idea came up why couldn't you do like a GoFundMe where you um, people donate cash to the GoFundMe account, and from that money, he pulled with two other restaurants. It was called uh, Crab Shack Kariba and the Cupcakery, which is a wonderful uh, cupcake restaurant here in Morgantown. And they uh, provided a a, a fit, you know a healthy juice or shake and a uh, meal from Crab Shack and a cupcake, and we're able to deliver. I think I I I think the number is close to 500 meals to Mon Health Medical Center and Ruby Memorial Hospital. And so not only did they feed these healthcare workers, these frontline folks on the front lines, but they were able to keep some cash flowing through their business as well. And it was all That's great. You know, so thinking out of the box like that, to me, that was just like a brilliant thing. And and they're they were going to do it just one time, but now they're keeping it going and they're gonna to try to do this every week. And uh, and it was, you know, thousands of dollars. I wanna say it was close to six thousand dollars they raised in just like a week's week's time. And that, wow. you know, that every little bit helps, you know. And so, right. so I'm, I think encouraging people with um, out of the box, you know, don't don't necessarily keep doing what you used to do. You know, you got to think a little differently. And I think that's, that's right. A big takeaway here from from what you're saying. So, yes, definitely. So, uh, I'm thinking, you know, in Harrison County, are you are you seeing positive um, things like that happening as well? I mean, you guys are one of the hot spots of of the economy in West Virginia right now, and and for the past several years is Harrison County. If, if some of our listeners don't know that, but you guys have a, a really solid economy right now. What are some things that you're seeing out there from a positive side, Amy?
1: Um, the donation, the sharing—that it's that's overwhelming at times as well. It's, you know, many communities and companies already have an emergency preparedness plan in place. They have contingency plans in place. They don't really think they ever, they're ever going to use them. And unfortunately they are. So they've been called to activate some of these and even just cleaning facilities and closing them temporarily just to reduce their workload and watching the, the companies and the businesses come back in and how they can offer, they, they're giving back to the schools, you see the communities giving to each other, United Way has stepped up. You talked about being in innovative, you know, using what you have and making some of these masks that they have. People are doing this from home, they're running out of supplies, looking to where some of these businesses can donate the supplies. Yeah, you know, the bungee cords that you have, the elastic bands that are within the bungee cords that I saw, donated sheets and instead of just having five to 10 masks, they're now doing a hundred masks and donating those to the hospital.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: So it is very nice to see people, um, sharing with each other, any of the resources they have donating their time. And you know, that's limited as well. You know, we have to limit contact.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Everything we, we suggest you got to be making sure that you're following in the, the CDC guidelines and, uh, you know, uh, Things that we're being told, to, you know, by our our, our government leaders, safe practices. I guess is what I'm right. getting at. Right. Right. So you you mentioned um, the uh, some of the the resources that you have online. What what's some of the best ways for people to connect with that, uh, and and Amy even learn more about um, the Harrison County. Uh, Economic Development Corporation, what's the best way for people to learn and maybe even get some of those links? And we'll make sure that we put them on our uh, show notes section of the podcast as well.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, we have them on our website as well. Um, They can go to Harrison County Economic Development Corporation. Uh, They can also go, like I said, the West Virginia Department of Commerce, Mm -hmm. their website, and the West Virginia Small Business Development Center. Now, those are both linked to ours. We have the SBA Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. So these programs that you had mentioned, and some of the ones that we have that are, we're sending out to our businesses, uh, the sick leave, the Medical Leave Expansion Act, the mm-hmm. CARES program, yep. anything like that that are supporting small businesses, healthcare workers, immediate assistance, long-term assistance. There are. A, you'll find a synopsis of each of those. You'll find application process. And if you have any questions at all each of these that I've listed have numbers that you can call and they will work, um, work right with you. You know, phone calls step-by-step.
0: Yeah. And uh, we'll make sure that we have a link in the show notes, but that's Harrison H A R R I S O N E D C.com. And that's the Harrison County Economic Development Corporation. And And again, Amy, I just think it's, um, it's so important for people to get accurate, dependable information and what you're doing is a is especially in this crisis that we're in being a leader and getting out the right information out there is so important and I just want to commend you again for that. I think that's that's pretty awesome.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So Amy, you know, you're 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 you have a pretty pretty significant role in in Harrison County in attracting and in retaining businesses. What what kind of opportunities do you think are going to come out of this situation that we're in right now?
1: Well, that's, that's a difficult question because <laughs> mm. we're in a crisis mode right now trying to help yeah. the ones that we have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, we do want to stay positive. Yeah. Um, quality workforce, that, that was an issue prior to this mm. and, and making sure that they stay trained. I think they're, they're looking, whether they're nervous or seeing what else they have to do, we've had a lot of the employees reach out to us that were service workers mm. and use this time to their advantage um i'm laid off i was a a waitress i was a bartender can i start taking classes we have funding available for them to to start taking these classes online when this does go over you look at three or four months down from now that they are able to to get on one of the jobs that we have either at the airport or manufacturing um an office job
0: Mm. Yeah, so
1: it's making the yeah. best of what they have and the resources that are there. So it's not just for the the ones that are laid off, yeah. um, but even the online classes that are available now. Yeah, and the assistance to, to go to those classes.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think about Harrison County and and some of the real gems. I mean, there's there are so many amazing businesses there in Harrison County, and I think about some of the some of the gems are, are, that come to mind are, are the FBI, and I think about the um, bombardier and I know that're being uh, that, that section of the business is being purchased by mitsubishi here in the next couple of months but I feel like there, there are some international companies some national organizations that are that are uh, that have a real strong presence in Harrison county and so you have a diverse mix and i I can't help but think you know and, and I'm just throwing this I'm planting a seed with you, okay? Uh, okay. But I, I had Dr. Dr. Clay Marsh on the show this week, and he, you know, of course, he's heading up the COVID-19 uh, crisis uh, as the uh, coronavirus czar under Governor Jim Justice, and he he talked a little bit about you know some of the the strengths of West Virginia is that we are, um, it, we maybe they were our we we viewed them as our negatives. You know, we were sparsely populated. You know, we we don't have these, you know, million population cities in West Virginia. We're not New York. But then you look at New York City and people are fleeing there because they're, you know, they're just like, I got to get out of this situation. And it's a desperate, you know, dire, grim, uh, situation that they're facing today, April 3rd, 2020. Right. But we have, um, We have areas that we can spread out in. And when you talk about social distancing. We've been doing it for a long time here in West Virginia, you know. (laughs) Yes, we have. And I'm thinking, like, there could be a a real play here, uh, not to necessarily, you know, take advantage of or, you know, uh, exploit the situation by any means. But I feel like we do have amazing people here. We have amazing companies, amazing – you know, work ethic, and, you know, a lot of us have a can-do attitude, you know, and you're seeing, you know, these um, these massive cities and these megaplexes uh, around the country, they're really suffering because they are so tight and close. And I'm just thinking there's, there's got to be an opportunity that's going to come out of this for West Virginia. And I think, you know, Clay Marsh said it, and I, it kind of sparked a seed in me, and I'm trying to pass that around because I do I do believe we have a lot to offer uh, here in West Virginia. And what you guys are doing in Harrison County is, is I think, is cutting-edge stuff and and the, the collaborative at, efforts that you're taking and trying to work together with not only each other locally but uh, regionally and uh, statewide and then on the national level as well.
1: That's a great way of looking at it. You're right. We are doing things that we've been doing for years, and some of the companies and the pitches that we would put together, even whether they're outside the state or even globally, some of the tours we've been on, um, Japan, Mm -hmm. Germany, it's our workforce. It's our people. It's you know, it's the way of doing business here. Mm-hmm. We do have the, the benefits of that,
0: absolutely. And along
1: with it, the lower cost of land and, and development.
0: Yeah, and the ability to uh, social distance. Yes, <laughs> at yes. scale, as they say, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be our new. Uh, that might be our new. Uh, our new marketing campaign for the state: uh, social distancing at scale. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take credit for that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Amy, uh, you know we've given your website out there. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, can they get you on the website as well? Is there an email address that, uh, that they can reach out to you with?
1: They can. They can. Uh, mine is amy at harrisonedc.com uh, as well as our website. Yeah. And then I don't know if you're listing a phone number or not. Sure. And they could also do that through, um, I said, Department of Commerce and the Small Business Administration and the Western Union Small Business Development Center. And those will be linked directly to the Harrison County area. And they'll have my information on there. My phone number is 304-476-0298.
0: Awesome. Yeah, we'll get that in the show notes as well. Amy, as we wrap up our time here today, do you have any final words you'd like to share?
1: Um, it's just, they're passing it around, um, stay strong for West Virginia. We are, we have been, we're going to continue to, um, and make sure that you are communicating and reaching out and taking advantage of the resources that are there. Mm. And if there are any questions on the resources, because they can be overwhelming again, communicate, ask the questions, let's all help each other. Let's continue to do this.
0: That's great. Great advice. And I appreciate you, Amy. I think, um, you know, uh, First of all, I want to remind people who we're talking to, Amy Haberbosch-Wilson is the Executive Director of the Harrison County Economic Development Corporation. And Amy, I just want to thank you once again for sharing uh, some really great insight to our audience. I appreciate everything that you're doing with uh, there in Harrison County with the Economic Development Corporation. And I just uh, I encourage you to keep going and, and, and fielding those questions and helping people. You're, you're making a big difference out there. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia daily COVID-19 business briefing. My hope is that we brought some valuable insight uh, that you can use in your business, not only in north-central West Virginia, but around the state, as we all work to survive this current COVID-19 situation that we're all in. I want to take a minute to thank our sponsors and uh, for Positively West Virginia, and they are the insurance centers the State Journal, wvnews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday, uh, starting again on Monday, as this pandemic continues with these special edition briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.